baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Shout out to the water boys. G from the shop. How about them Wizards? Clippers. Clippers are no joke now. 64-60. About 10 seconds to go in the second. And so, you know, our guys are they're competitive. Are they going to a championship? Probably not. But to be competitive and to be seeing momentum shifting in the right direction. I mean, Koulibaly showing a little bit of physicality as we go. I love that kid because that's what the future represents. You know, Bagley, the third comes in, giving you a lot of energy. And that's all you're asking for. You Not everybody's going to be Michael Jordan, but give me your best shot. Give me some energy going. 66-60 as we go to the half. And I just want you to be competitive. I'm glad to see Koulibaly um, getting some time. I, I do agree with... Uh, are my teammate, Linnell Willingham, that the kid needs to play more. I'd like to see him get a lot more minutes. It's good. I like this. Yeah, Victor, that was a good deal. You know what? I'm glad to see that the beard is active. The beard's always active. He's a post-second, post-season flop, but still a hell of a basketball player. So I, I can live with this at the end of the second, 66-60. Do we have some Brad... Do we have some Brad in my life? We do. We do. I love that. Um, most linebackers, you know, getting them to put sentences together is a challenge. But with this man, who's so talented, must be from his his younger days on life. My Raven brother, how are you? Good. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Sorry about that real quick. I, I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. You're working. No, no. You're working. <laughs> Listen. You were was, senior bowl. Let, let's use that word loosely, but uh, I'm occupied. No, but you are working. I, I am. I am. So thanks for having me, gentlemen. How's everyone going? We're doing, doing good. Well, going. Give us your official. <laughs> tell us exactly what you're doing. Give us a little insight. Take us to Mobile and then Reese's Bars and tell us what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, down here the Senior Bowl, uh, the Reese's Senior Bowl is going on. So today was full pad, so you would enjoy it, Doc. Uh, you know, because all lies come true when full pads come on. You know, everybody's running around yeah. looking pretty and, and T-shirts and shorts. So, yesterday yeah, was a good day yeah. of just shells. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of tremendous talent getting after it. So, Martin Mayhew down here today. Uh, you know, um, all the commander scouts are down here uh, going to work and uh, trying to help you guys out. And, obviously, uh, you know, my Ravens folks are down here, Ozzy's, Still doing his consulting, you know, saw Eric DaCosta and the whole band. Uh, much like all 32 teams, you know, Jerry Jones was here uh, with, with Stephen heard. Jones. So uh, they're they're all down here trying to trying to look at these prospects um, at, at the best the best venue to view these guys because you see them in pads and how they work, you know, with two hour practices, and then they get a chance to uh, to interview them uh, four different times. So currently starting just right now at 7 o'clock here, 8 o'clock your time, uh, the players will be on a 15-minute interview with uh, with half the league. Uh, so they have 16 teams tonight, 16 tomorrow. They were 16 Monday and 16 
uh, Thursday also. So third Monday and Thursday are 10-minute round-robin speed datings. Uh, Tuesday uh, and Wednesday are 15 minutes. And then the quarterbacks, for the first time ever, our executive director, Jim Nagy, did a phenomenal job of coming up with an idea. Um, I, uh, as far as the quarterbacks get 40 minutes, and they're in a separate room. So it's really an outstanding time. And you have Bo Nix and Joe Milton from Tennessee and Michael Penix, the Heisman runner-up. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, Sam Hartman from Notre Dame, um, you know, Gus Bradley, the NFL offensive coordinator, former head coach, his son, uh, yep. plays in South Alabama, is doing really well. Michael Pratt from uh, Tulane is spinning it. So it's a lot of competition across the board, and, and it's a very exciting to see the new crop of, of guys that will be hopefully potentially future stars and players and contributors in the National Football League to help 32 squads try to reach the ultimate goal that the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs are are looking to achieve uh, in a couple weeks out in Las Vegas. Brad, tell us a little bit about uh, Mike McDonald, now new head coach with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Your take on what he did for the Ravens this season. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they did a phenomenal job of, of allowing only 16 points a game, I believe it was. Um, and so, you know, Mike is, is a young coach. Uh, he, he's energetic. He gets after it. You know, he came up in the system in Baltimore, was there for about five or six years, worked his way up. Uh, then went to Michigan and had success calling plays there. Came back after one year to be the defensive coordinator the last two years. You know, kind of rocky last year. College game and a pro game is a little different. Uh, and does a, a great job of making adjustments. So he's a bright young coach. You all saw what he was able to do with that defense. And, um, you know, right now the defense, you know, unfortunately wasn't good enough to, to get them one more game to play for the world championship. Uh, but, you know, I mean, when you give up 17 points in the first half and you don't allow any points and, uh, you know, almost below 60 yards in the entire second half against an explosive Kansas City offense and, and uh, that dude won five, uh, Mahomes, who who is a, he's a guy guy, you know, as yeah. we say, like he, he's legit in a, an assassin. He's so um, he, he's a guy guy, and uh, and anyone that wants to discredit it is is a doggone fool, and he's proved that, um, you know, uh, the last couple of weeks going on the road in Buffalo, and, and obviously coming into M&T Bank Stadium, and and just throwing lasers and darts and, and willing his team. Uh, to another Super Bowl appearance and, and doing something that's pretty unprecedented uh, with six, you know, AFC championships in a row or whatever it's been. So, um, so Mike's going to do a good job in Seattle. Um, I thought he would probably be a little closer to Baltimore and your neck of the woods uh, mm-hmm. down there, you know, at Commanders Park. Um, but you know, obviously Seattle saw something and decided to make the offer. And, and you guys are the final team, I believe, that is still searching their head coach. I know Dan Quinn had an interview the other day and I, and I think he'd be, you know, something that would be good for the organization. So, um, but whatever way, you know, uh, AP, your new guy, Adam Peters goes, you know, you expect him to bring a lot of success of what he learned throughout his time and tenure in San Francisco that has yes. allowed that roster obviously to be in the Super Bowl. Brett, his announcement, what will happen with Anthony Weaver? I do not know currently yet what has happened with Weave. Uh, so um, I'm not sure what him or Chris Hewitt, the passing game coordinator, I know they've been talking with Zach Orr, uh, who had an interview for a defensive coordinator spot in Green Bay also. 
Um, there's talk of Leslie Frazier, who had been the Ravens' secondary coach. Um, the thing that makes us successful in Baltimore, our replacement has always already been in the building on the defensive side of the football, you know, and I think that's why there's been that continuity from my era, you know, to from when we were dominant on defense at NFL records. Wasn't Del yeah, Rio your guy? Uh, yeah, so we had Del Rio. Um, Jack uh, was my linebacker coach. Marvin Lewis, obviously, who is now going to help uh, Antonio Pierce out in Vegas. Uh, and be his consultant. Uh, and then, of course, Rex Ryan, who's doing a, a good job. And we know he ain't going to leave that, that comfy seat up in Bristol to come be a defensive coordinator. Big Daddy would only be a head coach if the right opportunity came along, possibly. Right. But um, there's a number of former Ravens who have been in the building uh, that could potentially come and take over. But I think the best way and what has always allowed us is to have the continuity of having someone who's already been in the building understands the players, the players understand them and their personalities to continue to move forward. So uh, whoever coach Harbaugh chooses, uh, you know, it will be, you know, debated whether it's the right one or the wrong one, just like it was with Mike McDonald a couple of years ago uh, when Wink Martindale left. So, you know, who obviously could potentially be a replacement, you know, coach Dean Pease is retired, but still not retired. And so, you know, obviously we know what, which Coach Pease does when he was a part of the 2012 Super Bowl, the second in franchise history. So there's a lot of people with connections uh, that can come in and, and fulfill the role needed with the loaded defense that you have uh, led by Roquan Smith. That what I'm envious of is your system that you just described. All your parts are interchangeable. Everybody has almost like pledged. It's like a frat. So they understand the language. They understand the mentality of what it's like to be a Raven and to play defense there. To me, that's a separate culture. And it's something that is uh, any player would be envious of. And you lived it. You're still living it. You understand it. And it's always like next person up. Throughout your entire organization, people come in and you train them in a way that they understand it. And I, I just think it's – I'm envious of it. It's magnificent. And I'm hopeful – you know, here that we'll get a chance that Adam Peters can build something very similar. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe in AP. He's he's, he's an, an excellent evaluator, so he comes from a great background and great stock. So, you know, I know you guys are a little bit south of Baltimore, but I firmly believe that he will be a good choice. Uh, it is a great choice as far as trying to, to rebuild your franchise to come up with a culture. I mean, that's the big thing you talk about Baltimore – you know, you know, there's a saying we have, play like a Raven. That's not a marketing slogan. That, that's painted in the building. You know, that's that's what has been uh, part of what we started way back with Coach Billick when we turned and, and developed the culture that you now see, uh, you know, which is why the Ravens are potential contenders each and every year, um, and especially on defense. Like, you, you know, you don't have the issues that you see in a lot of the places. And I think Joe Ortiz – who was just named the uh, general manager out with uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, you know, and he'll be with uh, with Jim Harbaugh. They're, they're, you know, that team is stacked. That team is loaded. Uh, they have a quarterback. They have some dudes on defense. So you're going to see a lot of that culture change go out there because you know this, Doc. If you don't have a culture, if you don't have an identity, you know, when when the when the crap hits the fan, what do you turn to? Who are you? Are are you and I've seen it today with some of the guys that they're not Ravens. They wouldn't be able to play like a Raven because 
you know, when they had a little adversity, they had a good practice yesterday, not so good practice today. You know, there's a couple guys that were like pulled themselves out of drills and team because like, what are you doing? Like, if you're willing to do that now in front of the entire National Football League down here in Mobile, who who are you? And, you know, the, these are guys that are going to get drafted, you know, in the National Football League. So, you know, over 45% of the draft the last three years has came from Mobile uh, into the NFL and playing in this and practicing in this game. So, and, and, and you know, that's going to continue this year. So it, it is a culture, and, and I, I firmly believe that Adam Peters will bring a culture which has allowed San Francisco, uh, you know, to have so much talent, which is why they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, they get after the ball defensively, as we saw last week, you know, down 17 points. You know, you, you heard Nick Bosa talk about it, and, uh, you know, uh, or the Bosa boy, I can't remember which one is there, so forgive me. But you heard yeah, them talk Nick about Jones, where they, they basically looked, there wasn't a whole lot of talking. They didn't need to be a rah-rah speech. It was do your job and beat your man and take care of your business. And then when we look up, you know, we'll either be happy or sad with whatever happened. And obviously, you know, they were able to, to come back. And, you know, some of that had to do with decisions made on the other side. But, you know, Dan Campbell's done a heck of a job in, in Detroit as well. I mean, that defense and that team has a culture and identity. And that's what you want your head coach and your general manager start bringing. Brad Holmes has done a phenomenal job of bringing that. Dan Campbell has brought that. And that's why the Detroit Lions are in a position to, to have success. And I firmly believe Adam Peters will do the same thing uh, down in commander's land with you guys. See, you have that secret sauce. We had a lot of people here that had lip service talking about culture, but they never put winning before it. And that's what used to piss me off. I'm going that – from the time you scrimmage the Ravens, it's always the same. Uh, and when they brought T. Sizzle out and they brought and they brought Ray Ray, man, I had an Russian adrenaline. That place went nuts. And that's something that you just don't see a continuation of from a professional level. Collegiate, yes, but not professional. And you know that formula. And I'm wondering, when are we going to hear about you throwing your name in the, in the hat or doing something because you got that formula. You've just explained it to us. You got me fired up. Yeah, well, we're working on it right now. You know, obviously, you know, I, I'm a little bit late getting started because I was taking care of the kids and business and my kids played in college sports and all that. But, you know, the last couple of years I've been an area scout uh, here with the Senior Bowl and, and I've consulted with a couple NFL teams that will remain nameless. And so, you know, we'll continue to see. uh, But, yeah, you know, that is the ultimate goal because I know how things are built. You know, I've built companies that were successful and bought. uh, You know, I've built and, you know, understand how people work, you know, managing people, which is a big part of building a culture. You have to, you know, even Tom Coughlin had to soften up, which is why they had success back in the day with the Giants because he couldn't be the military hard guy. Bill Belichick the same way. They had to sit and understand. Like Coach Harbaugh, his first four years, you know, they went to the playoffs, the team was loaded, but it wasn't until he kind of understood how to to manage people that they ended up winning the second Super Bowl in Ravens franchise history in 2012 and why that culture continues. So, you know, once you have the culture in the building, what Mike Tomlin, who had a great conversation with, been talking to him every day the last couple days, uh, you know, out in Pittsburgh, and, and it's the same culture. You know, in Pittsburgh, they say the standard is the standard. And so that's what they look for. Like, they're looking at guys that they know fit into that building, fit into that locker room, and understand it. 
And I think that's what has to happen, you know, with the commanders. And I think Adam Peters hopefully will, will bring the things that he learned in San Francisco because they bring those legends out the same way. Hopefully it's the same thing. You know, obviously I've never played for the commanders. I have great respect for the franchise and the organization. And, um, you know, but that's the thing. They need to make sure that they start to bring back those guys and bring them out, you know, that ones that won rings like yourself and set a legacy because now – the younger guys who, you know, this younger generation, they don't know anything that's not on their phones. And, you know, in sports media now is such prisoners of the moment that people don't really understand that great things have always been done. You know, that four-letter network, you know, that you watch on TV, they always say, oh, my gosh, I've never seen this before, you know. And it's like we have seen that before. There have been great things done, you know. And so I think when franchise and organizations show reverence to those in the past, then that culture for the people that are in the in the building right now, then they understand, like, if I do my job, play well. And one, I'm upholding the standard that was the Redskins championship that is now the commanders. And now I have a place to hold and I have something to hold them myself to a higher standard to. And then you start to breed pride. You start to breed the camaraderie and the teamwork and the things that go together and the toughness of the hogs of the eighties and nineties that I grew up as a child watching and you were part of winning. Why you, you gotta know, be a the, child, man? Oh hold it, Slim. Why you gotta be hey. a child? I mean why you <laughs> got why you gotta throw a shot in there like you was a child. Like you was in daycare. <laughs> hey, you know I had you know I had to get at you, you old Bruin. This Bearcat had to give you one. You know that's gonna I know it. But uh, but once you do that, then you do, Doc, as you said, build that culture. Uh, and then so it's up to the organizations to do that. And, and the Baltimore Ravens have done a good job doing it. Obviously, you know, there's certain other organizations that have done a good job. But if you look around, the successful ones that are finding themselves in the playoffs all the time always respect the past in order to allow them to have greatness right now in the present and into the future. Well, I hope for our sake, that uh, Adam Peters kind of pulls your coat because we need a blood transfusion and we need people here to speak in tongues that can get these people <laughs> to understand. Eric Bieniemy came in here because he's got he's that guy, and they treated him like a leopard because they don't get it, and they talked he thought he was hard. This dude just yeah. left as a champion, and you wouldn't believe how he's been treated. So I really appreciate you dropping this knowledge on our fan base, which is soft as a donut, and really need to understand <laughs> what it takes to be a champion. Hey, man, love you. Continue love what you're you, doing, man. man. When you get it. back, we're going to have you come out here and do a clinic. Appreciate it you. you know that I got you anytime, brother. You know that. All right, man. Love Thank you. you. Thank All you, right, man. Homie. I'll tell you what, uh, Victor. You heard it. I didn't say it. He told you. He was speaking in tongues. And it's about developing. You heard all that culture crap that the mortician was talking about regularly. But that's not the kind of culture that we live through. And it was about the next guy up, the guy next to you in your locker, your brotherhood. That's developed so that when you're down by 10, you'll have the guts to fight yourself and get back into it. That's what the Niners displayed against Detroit. I love that. I'm fired up now. I got to go take a shower. We'll come back, take a break, and come back, and we'll continue to light it up here at 1-800-636-1067. Thank you to the BetQL 
guest hotline. Without them, we don't get Brad Jackson. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. My boy Brad, he was on fire like a lot of you on uh, on X that have been bringing it. And, you know, it, the interesting thing about it is that none of this is easy. I never want to make it sound like it's, it's not easy. Um, it is trying to get a group of people that buy into whatever the message is. I... Um, I wish there was a better way to make it clear it's not uh, Corey on X. Was we, we were talking about what type of person that we need. You need more than one. And he, and he says, is the job just too big and intimidating to most about this coaching position? With so many young players coming in the door, we need somebody who can keep those young guys on track. Well, your check is supposed to keep you on track. Maybe these candidates are too soft and couldn't see the forest from the trees. And I think he's looking at, and I'm not not saying that people haven't taken this job or stayed where they are. I was talking to Kevin Sheehan and the rooster uh, on Tuesday when Johnson decided to stay. Well, he did it the year before as well. Number one, you got to enter family. He's not single. He's not a bachelor. He's a f- married man with a family. So to uproot that, that, those decisions do come into it. I remember when we were winning here, when we, the, the city here was incredible. RFK, the place is rocking. A building is rocking. If somebody had to come up and say, hey, we'll offer you more money, nobody's leaving this. That's what Detroit feels like now. They're on the verge. They can feel it. They've been in the abyss. We're in the abyss. The the Cincinnati Bengals were down 30 years. One guy, Joe Burrow, came in. And that's not one guy. The coach is damn good. They got coordinated. The defense was good. They got players. But you need one straw to turn that drink. And they started to get that feeling of belief. And now the Bengals are so convinced that they are a championship type of organization, they can get a backup quarterback comes in, and it just keeps going. The Ravens damn near beat them in the playoffs a year ago when Lamar was out. That's a system. You can never hinge it on just one guy. Now, the quarterback, yes, a big chip. That's like three guys. But the rest of the troops, man, they got to have that sense of belief. And that's why I'm saying you we have to trust in Adam Peters. As uncomfortable as it is right now, having other people say that they're staying or they're 
not committed or whatever, that's normal. I mean, that's okay. It's not like you don't have a team. You you have people here that needs to be rebuilt, energized. It's a new way of thinking now. That old, all that stuff's gone. So if I believe, you got to believe this. If nobody came here from a coaching standpoint and you get people to go out at the Senior Bowl, you go in and you identify talent. You have got to identify talent. It doesn't have to be all first round, but you do have some pretty good picks now. And you got a little cash. So evaluating pros in this league right now, that's a process. Let's just say that you decide to stick and stay where you are. It doesn't mean you don't have a chance. You do have a chance. You got to get better players and you got to get better coaches. And you got to coach people up and they got to come in that building every day with an understanding that you got paid. Now, what do we get? You wanted the bag. You got the bag. Now, what do we get? That's got to be the whole idea. I don't think you have to have an all-star team. We didn't have an all-star team, but we had a bunch of dogs and unselfishness. People, Special teams, that's where it all starts. Hell, it seemed like we went 10 years without a return. Then we start breaking off some returns, making some kicks. We got the best punter in the league. The snapper, that was a mistake, another mistake. And they traded up to get a guy that could not get the job done. We got to man up, man. Do better. Well, that's over. Now you got to trust in Adam Peters. You got to trust in your scouts. You got to trust in what we call talent evaluators. You just heard Brad Jackson talking. Hell, I wish he was working for us. What he talked about, but he had a great deal of respect for Adam Peters. Called him AP. It's a lot, man. It's never perfect. But what you got to do is have fight. We scheme. The hell with the scheme. How about people that just want to fight and go toe-to-toe? Suppose the whole damn game just came down the goal line. We got to figure it out. But for God's sakes, I don't want to see us in third and one, fourth and one, and we got 320-pound men in a two-point stance. Get your behind down in a three-point stance, and let's come off the ball and go and let's challenge people. That passive attack to me makes me throw up in my mouth. I don't need to get a new coach and do all that to be able to figure that out. That's common sense. Get in a plan of attack. And I know B enemy understands that because I've seen his work. He was a back. You cannot convince me that that's the best version of that man. No way will I believe that. But I don't give a damn who it is. But whoever it is, there's got to be a standard established here. Not just lip service. We have got to figure this thing out. It's too much. We have we we got too much to offer as a base, as a fan base. I'm envious of the Browns backers and the mafia, all those people, cheeseheads. Yeah, we had that. We had that. Now you can't even sell out your damn building. 
unless you make, got to have a damn – we don't need no damn promotion. What we need to do is score points and stop people. We need some stops. We need to play football. So what it comes down to. And the kind of money that's out there that people are paying now, it just drives me nuts that we can't be better, that we weren't better. So that's where it's at. 1-800-636-1067 on the MGM National Listener Line. Where you at right now? I mean, I, I believe in this base like the people believed in us. Everybody acts like we walked into this thing and it was laid out on a platter. It wasn't the case. I remember losing five games in a row. I remember that first win in Chicago and that plane ride back. I remember that. 0-5 to 8-8. Eight and eight. And then you know the rest. It's history. And you can have that momentum. And what ex- we experienced here in this town can happen again. But you have got to get people in here to understand this is not a damn fashion show. I don't give a damn about your uniform adjustment. We got to get our stuff together. I'm tired of looking like Bozo the Clown coming out and not understand. We have a tradition. We have colors. We had a unit. We had all that. I'd love to get it back. I'd love to get it back. We've been the damn Liberace of the NFL way too long. We got to get this thing settled. And I got to trust the people in charge. And I do. I do. I have to. I have no other choice. I cannot be in last place again. I just cannot do that. I cannot live like that. Will not do that again without at least voicing my opinion about this in support, in total support, in trust of it. Got to fix it. Got to be fixed, man. I, I just, I wish I had much better news for you on the Wizards front, but I don't. 96-74 as we look at 240 to go in the third. And, you know, Clippers are good. It ain't over. But the fight, the plan, I mean, I wish, I mean, I said Brother Koken's birthday today, another one of my brothers, and um, does the best job in the world on that ice reporting about our capitals. And we're in a little bit of a, a rebuild there with the grade eight. You know, and um, we're not, we're a little bit of, like that ice is getting a little soft. We got to get it to harden up. I want us to be good at everything in our, in the DMV. I want us to get back. I mean, it was a time, but we've all had those moments in all of our sports, you know, where we've been able to, to ride that crest, you know, and be a champion. And if you're not living for championships, I mean, I understand. Wagering is there, and it's prevalent, and go for it. I ain't mad at you. That was the genius of the NFL. It, the whole genius in this is amazing that you could make teams that were terrible interest to keep your interest. You got fantasy teams, keeps your interest. You wager, it keeps your interest. Well, let me let you in on a secret, Slim. The only thing I give a damn about is that we win the game. That's when I get excited. I can't find any value in anything if we don't win. And I understand I'm in the minority, but I plan to be a part of changing that. 
we have got to get back to where winning is our number one priority. Period. Somebody coming in here kicking your ass and you signing jerseys, stripping on the field, makes me sick to my stomach. If I have one request to Adam Peters and this staff, whoever is in charge of it, is it to restore dignity. Dignity on game day. There's no way in the hell I'm ever going to endorse somebody coming in your stadium, kicking your ass, and you sitting around signing jerseys for them. You ever heard of FedEx, UPS? Try it. I understand you had a headless horse running the program, but I sure hope this next group comes in here and sets and establishes a standard. You want to strip and do a burlesque for somebody else? FedEx the package to them. Do it on your time. For God's sakes, do not embarrass me in our cathedral here at home. That to me is not. What, not having dogs? No, having people signing jerseys. Come and kick your ass in your stadium, and then you signing your jerseys and stuff and exchanging jerseys on the battlefield. I mean, that's sportsmanship, though. It's after the game, Ain't no damn sportsmanship. It's sportsmanship if I win. Yeah, if I win, yeah, it is. It's all sportsmanship. Ain't no way in the hell I'm doing it. <laughs> Under no circumstances whatsoever could I envision that. Like I you, you wouldn't have done that way back when you never when you were playing. In my lifetime, if my brother had been on the other side on that, D Walk, no, ain't no way in the hell I'm gonna sign my jersey and give it to him. He kicking my ass at home. Ain't no, ain't not gonna happen. <laughs> Under no circumstances. I don't know, no but service. I feel like that's like that's the trend, though. That's it. And yeah, I'm sport. gonna break a trend. I tell you what, another trend is losing. Losing's a trend. Oh, yeah, that's we're familiar trend. with that. Yeah, the hell I'm gonna take off my signing. I don't know the hell you can be in a that kind of mood. At the whole idea of that, and maybe that is age. Maybe that is, and I'm not changing that ever. Ever, I can't even imagine anybody that would even even that would go along with that. And for the youth coaches, because I love y'all. That's really what y'all, what it's all about. Those of y'all out there coaching youth sports, all sports, boys, girls, the whole nine yard. Sportsmanship, I understand that. I'm all for it, trust me on that. But <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it, it's about, I was blessed to have fantastic youth coaches. Herman McCulley, 25-0 and 0 at 13. You know what it does to your life when you're undefeated at 13? In anything. I, I became a fanatic because I was lucky enough to have people that taught me that the game is only a game if we win. That's it. There ain't no such thing as a game if we don't win it. The whole thing about this, that's the competitiveness in it. When I look at Michael Jeffrey Jordan and what he did and how we throw around goat, goat this, goat, ain't but one goat, goat. First team all defense. First team all, first team everything. I can't wait. We're going to have David Aldridge. We're blessed to get David Aldridge in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to get that. Don't miss it. Because I can't wait to get to him because there's so much going on in the association as well. 
especially um, some of the things. There have been some unsportsmanlike things that have taken place that I'm not pleased with uh, on the NBA tip, but we'll get to that. Martin, uh, courtesy of the MGM National Listener Line, what's on your mind? Uh, thank you very much. I'm a first-time caller, and uh, I love your show. You and Brian Robinson, I think uh, you are the two best people. You are very straightforward. You are honest. Now, uh, I think uh, Washington has uh, in-house capital in Eric Yedemi. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner. He has been an OC for one of the best teams in the league. Uh, it's a waste of time to try to go and bring people from outside to come and do a job that you have somebody who is very qualified uh, to do that job. Now, on the quarterback issue, I've watched some tapes of uh, Jaden Daniels, and I'm excited about the young man. He can run like hell. And I think bringing him here to Washington first is going to create a lot of excitement and bring back all the dissolution fans. And secondly, it's going to help to uh, uh, sell merchandise, and he's going to win some games. So uh, with all that is going on in Washington, those two things I think are going to place us back on track. Uh, thank you very much. I love your show, and keep up the good work. Bye-bye. Martin, thank you, man. I love the first-time callers. It's got to be take a lot of courage for a guy to call a lunatic on the phone for the first time. I appreciate that. Victor, it must have been an inside job. No, I appreciate it, man. Look, <laughs> imagine the courage it took for Martin. I'm up here, and and I and I don't apologize for any of it because it's real. And um, I, but I I I don't. I've determined that I'm going to trust Adam Peters, and I can tell you who I like. But how, how much work have I done on the liking? I've watched some highlights i haven't spoken to his coaches and the most important thing about all these kids that we do let's do a better job of background let's make sure we get a guy in here that loves the game and not a show pony i'm not interested in anybody who's trying to build up their social media accounts oh this a this a insecure jerk we've done that bring me some ball players Bring me some guys in here that want to win. And, and I can't emphasize this more, even more and more and more. Do a better job of vetting people in the interview process so you don't bring me any duds. Okay? Those of you that have been listening to me for, for a minute understand I have a process. And I have a what I call a tiebreaker. If I have two athletes that I really like, how do I break the tie? You got to have a tiebreaker. And my deal is air conditioning. If the kids both have air conditioning, one has air conditioning, the other one, I'm taking the kid with no air conditioning. Tell you that right now. We're just getting started. You get drafted in the first or second round, hoop to do. That's great. You're going to get paid. For doing that, you did a hell of a job with your collegiate efforts. I'm not mad at you. But for God's sakes, lock in when you get here and understand now we got to do something here. Whole new ball game. That college thing is over. You were all American. You were all – I don't give a – good, congratulations. Now what you going to do? 
That's the kind of guy I'm looking for. Can somebody please interview better? Do better. Vet these people. Find out. Do better background. We get people in here and they lose their damn mind. Got guys missing OTAs and missing practices and missing that. I'm sick and tired of that. That's on you for doing a rotten job of evaluating talent. It's not more about the 40 time. Yeah, 4-3 is great. But 4-3 with a small brain, I don't want that. I need people, give me 4-5 with a guy who can spell cat and understand. You got to be able to get people that are competitive. Makes me sick. The level of non-competitive people that have been dragged in this town over the last decade. Do better. Do better. Do you think Adam Peters is possibly waiting for the Super Bowl to finish so he can interview potentially someone on the San Francisco staff? Or no idea. But do you? Th- it's not a rush. But, uh, no rush. I mean, hell, but do you? Do they no want rush. a head coach in in the next week or so? I, I think what's more important, which he's doing by getting Marty and Martin uh, that are there working. I need people that are evaluating the Senior Bowl. You're already behind if you don't have people out there that you trust. But it'd be nice to have a head coach, though, to to see what you want. Well, there's more than just a head coach what he wants. I need to have that the people that evaluate my talent, they got to know what I want, what Adam Peters wants. You are shaping a team not based on a head coach or coordinator. I'm basing this team based on my general manager. This is why that was the most important hire. I don't give a damn about no coordinator right now. When I the most important hire was the GM. I'm the head of the household. I'm not asking my baby, my 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 child to make no decisions. I'm the guy making the decisions. What color the furniture is going to be, or what color the paint's going to be on the wall? I don't need him to do that. I'm doing that. What I need him to do is clean his damn room up, and clean his bathroom up. Y'all got this thing twisted. Adam Peters is going to decide what we're looking for. This is what I want. This is the kind of person that I want. Y'all got it twisted. <clears throat> don't be misled by times and you know, where he went to, what school he went to. I don't give a damn where school he went to. He's coming to my school. What I need him to be is a human being. I need him to be hungry. You bring people in here, and they think they arrived because they got drafted. Oh, I'm the number one draft. So what? Now what you going to do? That's our fault because you had these jackasses slobbering all over these kids. That No, no, no. No, that's over. You already know now what not to do. For God's sakes, don't repeat that crap. And I am available for consultation. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Take a break. We'll come back. Continue. Don't forget, top of the hour, the dean of all sports, David Aldridge, will join us at 9. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 